Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. We've been talking about how running an online business in many ways is very similar to running a real world business. And in our little mini series, we've covered that you need a place to do business. So in the real world, that's a building usually. Yeah. And then in uh, or online, that's usually a website or one of those platforms like eBay, Etsy, Amazon, so forth. Then we talked about products and we kind of gave like a really cool overview of all the different products or many of the different products that you can products or services that you can offer. To, which is like everything. Yeah, which is like everything. And then today we're going to talk about the other ingredient that every business need, needs, and that's customers. Now, <laughs> that's kind of like one of the most important ones. It's pretty important. Yeah, I mean, you don't got much going on without customers. Now, I wanted to start this off by saying that getting traffic to your website is a lot like that movie, The Goonies. Okay. All right, you got you got me. I have no idea what you're going to say. You're on an adventure. There's there's pirate ship that you're after. There's gemstones. No. And I'm, I just wanted to talk about the Goonies for a second and make everyone think about it. Oh, come on. I, the, who doesn't love that movie? Anyone listening? Okay. I made everyone think about the Goonies for a second. Here's what's ridiculous. I totally didn't watch that until I was an adult. Yeah. You got robbed of your childhood. Uh, right? Truffle shuffle. Yeah. I watched it when I was like 20. Okay. So, all right. Scratch that. Trap, getting trapped. I mean, maybe I could draw. If I thought about this a little bit longer, I might be able to make the analogy work. But I just really wanted to talk. Also, Back to the Future. Anyways. So you need visitors. You need customers. And for websites, that tends to be traffic, right? Traffic is just all of the people who visit your website and some of those people turn into customers. Okay. okay. Back in the day with, web, uh, with a, a brick-and-mortar business, you would often depend on... Um, you know, kind of like walk through traffic, like, you know, people maybe driving by or if you're like in a mall or something like that. Billboards, signs. You're getting, you're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, okay. okay. So we're talking about drive by traffic and that's going to be like kind of like your Google traffic. You get these people that just find your website by chance. Okay. Then you've got in the olden times, you've got your billboards, you've got your, um, you know, your classified ads, you've got your phone book listing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I remember phone books. Yeah. <laughs> but they anyway, keep getting smaller, don't they? They do. Um, so anyways, you get all these like places that you can put your business. You, know, you can advertise your business in numerous places. You can put yourself uh, into the newspaper, which would be basically like kind of buying a Facebook ad now. Um, you, you have all of these places that you can get traffic. Um, now, the one thing that doesn't really work well for online businesses versus like a real world business was that drive by traffic, right? So it's not easy to get into Google. It's not easy to rank inside of Google. So I think that's where a lot of people fail with online businesses is I they put up the website and they just sit there and they wait. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's it. You you think that I've got a site and that's good. And here we go. Look, my site looks great. It's live. I did the work. The Where are, are the people? Right. The sales are just going to start coming in and no one can find it. 
And part of the problem with this is when you got a, a storefront on a road, you know, there are other businesses among you, but it was, you know, you had a whole bunch of different businesses. You were probably the only like ice cream shop within a certain, you know, proximity, <laughs> hopefully, because I'd imagine you did some market research. And because of physical limitations, there are only so many businesses that can be in or on that road, which means that every car driving down that road, you had some possibility of that person seeing your sign and going, hey, I want ice cream right now. Okay. That now. is me literally every time we drive <laughs> past the ice cream shop. Like every <laughs> single time I'm like, oh, I could go for it. You're like, I could use that right now. I need a Sunday covered in Reese's Pieces. I need a morning pick-me-up. Hot fudge. <laughs> you know, so the problem with uh, websites is that you're like on a, let's say you are on a road. It's a road that can have an infinite number of signs. Okay. The other problem is like, so let's use Google as the example. Let's say Google's the road that you're driving down in our little analogy here. Not only is it full of infinite business signs, so there's very low likelihood that someone's going to see your website. They also are seeing nothing but ice cream shop signs because people are searching for a specific thing. Right. So Google's like, hey, you want, you know, an ice cream shop. Uh, let's let's choose something that's not as local. Okay, you want um, a bicycle. Okay, here are all of the places that sell bicycles. And of course, the biggest signs will be the Schwins and the. No, they're going to be Walmart and Amazon. Well, I mean, yeah. in your specific bike analogy. Yeah, you know, so that's the problem with just putting up a website is you are going to be awash in a sea of competition. And with big competition huge. with bigger signs and flashier signs. And just much bigger budgets. So this is where you get out your sign spinner to go and start pulling people in. And this often in small businesses, it's you. You know, you're the person. You're going, you have to go where the customers are. Okay, come on over here. Yeah, you need to go, you need to go into Facebook and post stuff. Like get your name out there. Let people know. And um. Some people go, you can go one of two extremes. Typically, a new person does. They either go the spam extreme where it's like, oh, I see that you have this uh, picture, a funny picture of a cat. Hey, you should check out my website where you can get t-shirts. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so you don't want to be spamming everybody. Or like leave, you leave blog comments for people on other on other people's websites and leave a comment on like, wow, what a great article. Come Please come check out my site, which is totally unrelated. Exactly. And then link, 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 20 links in it. Yeah, um, that stuff doesn't work. And it, it makes you look desperate. But the other extreme is people just like they'll go on Facebook and they'll put up a Facebook page and then like that's it. They're done. And that doesn't work either. That's the same as putting up a website and being done. Like you don't just put up a Facebook page and magically people just start going to your website and buying stuff from you. No, you got to give them something that makes it worth following or liking. Yes. And, um, and another thing that I think new people fall into are these, these, these are still around. It like blows my mind that these still exist, but they're called traffic exchanges. And mm -hmm. um, so basically it's a website that you sign up for and you open up your browser, you go to these websites, you, you log in and then they start showing you random websites. And every time you look at a random website, they give you a credit. 
and then you can spend your credits to get other people to randomly see your website. So extremely targeted audience, right? <laughs> not only is it not targeted, but most of the time these things are overrun by bots. So you're not actually even getting real viewers. And bounce rate. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. It's just <laughs> stay away from traffic exchanges. That's all I can tell you. Like those were a thing a long time ago and they didn't even work well then. They certainly don't work well now. Don't do it. So the best way to get traffic to your site is to go where people are. And that's... For the most part, the easiest traffic is social media. It's where everyone is at. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're on uh, all. I mean, there's so many of them, but, you know, the TikTok is a huge traffic driver right now. Pinterest is another great one. But you want to make sure your stuff fits. Right. You know, you don't go to Pinterest when you've got something that isn't like appealing to that demographic. But Facebook's a great general one. And Facebook still works. I mean, I don't even, in in the past, I haven't really tried that hard to generate traffic because we succeeded very well with that free Google traffic. Again, I'm not saying don't go for the free Google traffic. It's just very competitive and extremely hard to get. I, I guess in the ice cream, uh, you know, metaphor that we're using, it would be like the vegan ice cream or something. like. Yeah, you, going super we went, niche. Yeah, we went super niche and that's how we were able to to get tons of traffic. Yeah. You have to go very niche. Yeah. You can't just like go after big, you know, they're called keywords that people are searching for. You're not going to rank for insurance. If you're a small little insurance company in a tiny little town, you're not going to rank for the word insurance. No. So don't try. No, you got to take it and really focus down into a, a tiny niche that you can own. Yes. And so the, the search traffic is wonderful, but it's much harder to get. It's a long-term plan. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's especially hard for e-commerce websites where basically your whole website is just listing products. You're probably not going to get Google traffic um, without having some type of content strategy. These are all probably buzzwords that you may not have heard before. So things to Google, content strategy, that's something to Google, but it's a lot of work. Make it a long-term goal. Your short-term wins are going to be on social media. It's uh, joining Facebook groups and participating. Don't just go into a Facebook group and post your link. Oh, don't um, <laughs> many of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of actually have a very, very strict no link policy. So you got to get clever. Okay. Make an interesting image that would appeal to that group and then have your website address in the image. Okay. And not blatant, you know, like something that's not going to like, it, you don't need neon signs, just something to kind of credit the image a little bit. But, but the point I think that really is like most important here is you have to put effort in. You can't literally just copy paste your link in places. Like you just said, create a, a specific, like a, a specific image that suits that Facebook group, that suits the audience in that area that you're trying to reach. It's not as simple as just, all right, put a link there, 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 there. Someone's going to look at it, you yeah. know? And pay attention to what other people are doing. So um, one of the things that I think a lot of people do when they get on social media is they'll put their blinders on and they go, okay, I've got my mission. My mission is to bring in customers to my website. And when you put those blinders on and you don't pay attention to what other people are doing, you can miss out on some really cool tactics. Mm -hmm. If you pay attention, there are other people in these Facebook groups with businesses. They are in there for the same reason you are. Right. They want to bring customers to their website. So look at what they're doing. How are they getting... A common technique that I've seen, and some groups frown frown upon this, so I'm not saying to just like take this idea and run with it, 
but someone will post something that's kind of like interesting, like it'll capture people's interest and it makes people ask the question like, well, how can I learn more? How can I get that? Or how can I do that? And then the person responds to them. I can't post links in the group, just message me. And then those people message you outside of that group. And then you can let them know like, Hey, go to my website and this is how, or something like that. But you have to do it in a, a tactful way. So you're not breaking the group's rules and you're adding value. It's important that you add value. If you come in and you clearly are just trying to push your business, then people are going to, you know, just you're going to get banned from the group. Yeah, right. Don't spam people. Don't spam groups. Don't, don't, just don't do that. Another wonderful thing is a lot of groups will let you join as a page. And anytime a group that's relevant to one of our businesses lets me do that, I join as our page. And then when I post inside of that group or comment, it's my Facebook page that's commenting. It's my Facebook page that's posting. Not your personal Facebook exactly. page. Exactly. And then if someone likes what I've done, they might click on my, my Facebook page and go to my Facebook page. And so, and that's just Facebook. We focus mostly on Facebook with our business. Um, I'm getting into Instagram a little bit and I'll, I'll learn more tactics for that and share those as I go. I'm not on TikTok, but tons of people are having a lot of success on TikTok. Um, so, uh, you know, Twitter is another one that I'm learning a lot about it. See, people go onto Twitter and they just post their links. That's like all they do. And it's really bad. And you don't get engagement. I actually kind of, I'm more meticulous about how I do things. And I, I try things out. Um, I try posting relevant things onto trending hashtags. I try to respond to people that uh, in ways that are natural but might make them go like, oh, hey, I want to, you know, learn more about this, this business or something like that. Um, I'll go to a popular uh, Facebook or I'm sorry, Twitter account in our niche and I'll look at the comments on it and I'll reply to some of those comments because a lot of people, they, they, they have these, like small accounts. Like your customers are going to have tiny Twitter accounts. Yeah. You're not going to get, you know, cu most customers don't have thousands upon thousands of followers. So a lot of people get allured with like they're trying to get like the, the person to follow them with like thousands of followers. Right. Mm -hmm. Your customers have 20 followers like that. that you <laughs> know, be fair. those are the people that you really need to appeal to. So if you go to a really popular face or a Twitter account in your niche, you'll see a ton of people replying to their posts. These people are starving for attention. They want to be acknowledged. And you know what? You can be the person to acknowledge them. The big Twitter account that they're replying to may not say anything at all to them, but you can send them something encouraging. And I've had a lot of success with that. You know, on um, one of the Twitter accounts that I follow, they'll post things like, what's something that you're struggling with? And then you'll see a bunch of people with all their struggles. And then no one from the big Twitter account responds to them, really. It's like, just like, post all your struggles and then we'll read them or something. But they don't respond to them. So I would go through and I'd respond to some of the people like, hey, man, I hope you can get through that. Or, hey, here's some idea. Here's an idea. I've gotten so many followers from just doing that kind of tactic. And I mean, you're helping people. Yeah, you're helping people, but then you're engaging with them. And, and then ironically, they're they're probably going to be more excited to follow you and communicate with you at that point because they know you'll talk back to them. Mm -hmm. Another easy way to get not in, in the sassy way. <laughs> Um, another uh, easy way to get interaction is to find smaller businesses. Don't try this on Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is not going to you know, engage with you. But you can find smaller businesses that are starving for that attention and like mention them and talk about. And those people, like those small businesses, you mention them, 
they'll like retweet you and they will like message you back and they might post a message about you like to reciprocate. Actually, yeah, I remember when I was running one of my uh, Etsy shops mm -hmm. and I would do that. I would I would find a product that I really liked from an Etsy shop and I'd tweet it and then I'd, I'd tweet at the person who owned the shop and say like, wow, this shop is amazing. Like, I really like this product. Like, you, you make some really cool stuff. And they were so excited. They would retweet and they would say, thank you so much. And mm -hmm. It's really interesting getting like a real engagement with someone yeah i mean it happened recently so i got um my if you follow on social media you saw this but i've got the fearless t-shirts that we got we had created yeah i got this done by a local print shop you know i didn't go to one of the big houses you know that you, you didn't know, find them online yeah you, i went to was... a local business talked to someone face to face bought the shirts from them and um and when i got the shirts in i was all excited i took pictures of it I posted it onto social media. I included her, um, yeah, I mentioned her in it to kind of maybe help promote the business. I've got a very tiny social media following right now. I'm building it out. It's just something I never focused on. Like I said, we get all of our traffic from Google and I'm trying to diversify that. Anyways, um, she was super stoked that I had mentioned her business and she, you know, she met, you know, re retweeted. She also took a screenshot of my post and posted that to Facebook and reminded people like, because we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. She's like, I'm still open. I'm still taking orders. I'm still delivering products, people, you know, please. Like, and it was neat that my, my social media post was kind of able to reignite her like, Hey, reminding people. And that post immediately a, a local business said, Hey, I actually need to get some more shirts made up, you know, like, not oh, yeah, I'm not trying, I saw that. yeah, I'm not trying to take credit for her getting business. It's just, it's, it's small businesses helping small businesses. And you can get a lot of exposure by doing that kind of stuff. So anyways, um, I think what a lot of people forget with social media, like I love that social media has gotten as big as it has, but a lot of people forget it's all about human to human interaction. And social media is like a, a digitized version of personal relationships. And if you treat it that way, then I think you'll have a lot more success. I think a lot of people, they have so many problems with social media. And it's they like, want to take shortcuts. If you had a friend that all they did was they'd come up to you every single day and then show you a picture of a meal they ate, like, would you interact with that person really? <laughs> like, you know, like, you're like, now where did, where, did you make this? Are you going to make it for me? Are you going to bring me this dish maybe? <laughs> yeah. Like, or, or if you had a friend that like they had, let's say they made jewelry and they every day came up to you and showed you a new piece of jewelry that they made. It's like. It's, it's like, that's really what a lot of people are doing on social media, you know, or they'll just, you know, you have a friend that just kind of comes up to you every single day and like regurgitates some major headline from the news because, you know, a lot of people just automate their social media accounts and walk away. And if you think about it in like human to human terms, that it, it's really ridiculous sounding, but that's how people treat a lot of social media. But it, the people that are succeeding on social media are treating it a lot more like, uh, a way to converse with people you know the kardashians can post something and walk away and you know they still get all types of love and affection and adoration that's not us that's not you you need to treat it as a human to human uh, interaction and when you do you can get some really good really successful results and i can't speak from my personal experience because all of our successes come from um from search engine traffic I have had very, I would say, a lot of success for how small our following is currently on social media sites. 
but I've seen so many case studies and I'm a part of, even though I'm not on TikTok, I'm a part of a Facebook group for TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a little meta there, but okay. I see the people's success on there. And yeah, some of them are going to be faking it or whatever, but you can't really, uh, for the most part, you can't legitimately fake stuff for a very long time, you know? And I see a lot of sustained success on these different platforms. I, I watch, I'm a part of so many Facebook groups and I see those groups growing. I mean, I watched one company's Facebook group in the matter of a week go from like 6,000 people to 10,000 people. Yeah, that was crazy yeah. when you told me that. It's amazing, you know? So there is a lot of stuff happening on social media and you need to focus your efforts on going where your customers are and trying to bring them back to your website. You and, know? and really connecting with them. Yeah. Don't go to a place where, you know, if, if you're running, um, if you're running a business that appeals to a youthful demographic, you wouldn't go to a, a retirement home and start like telling people all about your business. You know, like mm. you guys won't believe my fidget spinners or whatever it is, you know, like it doesn't appeal to them. You're not going to get customers from that. And that's what a lot of people do. Like, you know, it you, you got to go where your customers are and then start interesting them in, in pe- you know, piquing their interest so that they'll come back to your website. That's it. Like, I know this sounds super like fundamental, but that's really all it is. People complicate online businesses. They complicate online relationships. It's it really is the simple. It's person to person interaction. And that is how you're going to get customers in the beginning with your online business. And then after that, like I said, long-term goal, get that Google traffic, get that. I, I, I guess some people still use Yahoo, but Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo gets their search results from Bing. You know, so it's the Google, it, it's the Google traffic, you know, and, um, and get comfortable with ads to Facebook ads. That's a pretty easy platform to get an ad going now, whether how much you pay is a different story. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.